0: You're listening to SBS News. In an increasingly interconnected world, it can be hard to separate the domestic from the global. Just ask Prime Minister Anthony Albanese. His first meeting in Canberra with the new Prime Minister of New Zealand, Chris Hipkins, was as friendly as expected. Mr Hipkins even going as far to say that Australia and New Zealand aren't so much friends as they are family. But there was a little hitch at this family gathering. With Mr Albanese trying to sell his proposed Indigenous voice to Parliament and the New Zealand Prime Minister present, some drew parallels with New Zealand's recognition of its Māori population, which includes a treaty and designated seats in Parliament for Māori politicians. Mr Albanese says what's occurred on the other side of the Tasman Sea is completely different
1: to what he's proposing for Australia. It's about two things. Uh, Recognition, firstly and consultation, secondly, with on matters that affect Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. Our history is very different. So the New Zealand system, I know, with uh, has uh, seats reserved and has a range of, of uh, things in place uh, that aren't contemplated by what will be before the Australian people later this year. Some in Australia are keen on the idea of a treaty
0: between Indigenous and non-Indigenous Australians. That includes the Greens. But, unlike their departed former Senator Lydia Thorpe, they've decided they won't let their preference for a treaty first stop their support for the voice to Parliament. With Senator Thorpe now on the crossbench, Greens leader Adam Bant says he's now throwing his and his party's efforts fully behind the voice to Parliament.
2: The Greens still believe that we should be striking a treaty with our First Nations people and it's our view that we should be doing that first but we don't think that a no vote would get us any closer to truth and treaty. Voting yes in the referendum for a strong First Nations voice will be a step towards First Nations justice. I and my other Greens colleagues will be campaigning yes in the referendum and voting for the legislation.
0: The government is acknowledging, though, that its efforts to sell the voice to parliament to the Australian people aren't completely going to plan at this stage. The Minister for Indigenous Australians, Linda Burney, has told a Labor Party room meeting that many of the people whose votes will be needed to get the constitutional change through don't even really yet know about the referendum. The Liberal Party doesn't yet have an official position on the voice to Parliament, but they do feel they can get into an attacking position on the issue of the cost of living in the first parliamentary sitting week of 2023. With interest rates again going up, Opposition Leader Peter Dutton has told his party room they are the party of the ordinary Australian. And he says the government's policies are making things more expensive for the ordinary Australian and not just when it comes to interest rates. What
2: we've seen from Anthony Albanese and the Labor Party in the last eight months is that every economic decision they have taken has contributed to an upward pressure on interest rates. Yeah. So it means people will always pay more for their mortgages under Labor.
1: Yeah.
2: It means that they will pay more for their gas bills. It will mean that they pay more uh, for their electricity bills.
0: The government, though, feels it has a counter to that argument when it comes to energy bills, and in question time, they attacked. Minister for Climate Change and Energy, Chris Bowen, says more renewable energy will bring prices down, and his party is the party of renewable energy.
1: That is what good government does, gets on with the job. Doesn't delay, doesn't deny, doesn't dissemble, gets on with the job. That's what the Albanese government's doing, because we know... That the cheapest form of energy is renewable energy. We don't need to go to Japan to make videos in Hiroshima about energy. We're getting on Order. with the job.
0: That's not the only area where the government is feeling bold in this first sitting week. Mr Albanese is attacking the opposition for their opposing of the National Reconstruction Fund. The legislation for the National Reconstruction Fund is being debated in Parliament this week. The fund is worth $15 billion to provide loans, guarantees and equity to support major projects. The government says it is aimed at securing well-paid jobs, driving regional development and investing in manufacturing across a range of sectors and it says partnering with business could result in another 15 billion dollars of investment. Mr Albanese telling his party room the fund was a big part of his party's successful federal election campaign last year and that the
1: opposition's attitude to it shows how out of touch they are. They can't say we didn't have a mandate for it. This was included in my budget reply speech. When budget reply speech which has had policy announcements, which ours, of course, all did. And we spoke about it day in, day out during the election campaign, and we've spoken about it ever since. But in this, they show how out of touch they are. Wasti, SBS News.